Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I just want to take this first chance to apologize right now for disappearing for a month. I, especially since the last time, the last episode, I said specifically that I would be back tomorrow. And that was a month ago. And then, yeah, so I kind of did a dad going to the store for smokes move on you and that's not cool and I'm sorry but hey I'm back right I'm not give me some credit I came back so it's crazy though in the past that you could just walk out you just literally to leave something you just have to physically leave there's no I'm not sure what paperwork there there's definitely used to be less paperwork for everyone and also no media footprints you know and forensics like literally you just if you want to leave you just leave forever you just go and if you want to murder you just murder and you just go before the cops get there so it's very easy to just murder now it's like oh i'm have to now they trace like the dust from the crime scene to the dust from your area and the dust on your shoe and then you're convicted for murder 20 years ago for a murder you did 20 years ago because of the dust in your area um yeah so just go to jail for dust now we're at this point where's the line you know is it better or worse, I don't know, I haven't looked at any stats, anyways, I'm glad to be back, I thank you for bearing with me, I had good reason though, it was very overwhelming for a while, I had these two huge deadlines, and I just had no time to think about anything else, so thanks for being selfless, and I'm like acting like this is such a huge thing in your life, and it's not, I know this, but I'm just trying to make it seem like I the, I'm that that this is not a selfish thing that I'm doing this for the people and this is not like a self-obsessed little thing to feed my mania. So anyways, we're back with a bang. We have a guest today, all right? It's um one of my favorite people. It's Kevy from fake shark he is a musician uh he is asian right even though people can't tell he is also a producer and he produced my album that's coming out fucking january i know it just kept getting pushed back and i wanted it to be sooner but you know what we all have to make compromises right now so anyways, here is the podcast. Hope you enjoy. Love you guys. I never recorded on Zoom before. I always use Skype, but then I feel like not on trend. Yeah, you like, gotta be more current with uh, with your software, maybe. You know? Yeah, I feel like pe- if I say Skype, like people laugh at me. Well, no one does. It's like having a Hotmail. Okay, I thought you, you meant. Know? I thought you were referring to Levi there. <laughs> no, like yeah. I mean, I guess when I say people, I'm like I just mean I talk to Levi only. I'm like people. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know anybody that has a Hotmail email account still. Um, I had one like until recent. Really? It's because so many people laughed at me. Like Brandy, JFL Northwest. Like she, she. she huh? She laughed at you because she have, you have a Hotmail account. Yeah, she was nice enough to not say anything until I told her I updated my email and I was like, oh, I have a Gmail now. And she was like, oh, good. <laughs> Whatever. She's brandy at altavista.com. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I don't even know what Alta Vista is. Alta Vista was, uh, it was like 
it was kind of like Hotmail, but the only reason I really remember it is because when I was in high school French, you could use altavisa.com to cheat by using their French to English translator. Oh. So that was how I narrowly passed French 10. (laughs) Okay, honestly, French 10 was so hard. Like, yeah. No, yeah. I was thinking about French nine actually. When do when is it required until like French eight or nine? Uh, if you want to go to university, you have to take it up to ten, I think. Yeah, but I chose and, to take Mandarin instead. Oh really? Yeah. That's, that's way cooler. But it, it's funny because I was like, I better take French ten just to keep my options available. Meanwhile, I barely passed high school at all and didn't and didn't go to university. <laughs> yeah, but when you're in grade ten, you're like, everyone just tells you that's the only option. So. Yeah, you, especially your parents, if they're um, parents like my parents, at least. My mom. Oh, me too. Mom really obsessed with me keeping my options open. Yeah, like keep every door open. Yeah, and that includes um, mute, having a backup plan for music. And then she finally stopped bugging me about it when I, she saw me on Japanese MTV. It's like, okay, I guess he's... I guess it's working for him. I guess we can stop him, his French lessons. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably learn Japanese. I mean, you know. Did you learn Japanese? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's so disappointing. Like, it's such a cool thing about me that I'm part Japanese and then I, no one can tell except Julie Kim apparently could tell. I can tell too. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Yumi can tell um ed hill not so much okay i feel like asian girls can tell (laughs) yeah yeah um i'm I'm creating a thing based on three people (laughs) like i think asian girls can tell these things fair assessment um (laughs) yeah uh and then uh but i i I really do want to learn it's kind of one of those things like i'm sure you understand this because you write stand up you perform stand up you're writing scripts all, you're doing all these things and so am i you know what i mean like music and comedy and all these things it's like how many things am i gonna learn yeah um i you know? guess yeah no it yeah i guess well, you just I like want to learn video editing but then i'm like do i do i want to also learn that and then take on that thing that's gonna <laughs> be really busy you know what i mean it's like yeah. Sometimes I think like maybe I should just get way better at the things I already know how to do. I don't know. I guess so. I think maybe that comes into play with your like growing up with keeping your options open. <laughs> you kinda... Did you call this episode keeping your options open? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keeping all the doors ajar. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're like thinking you should learn stuff. I think that too, like. I don't know. Yeah. Every time I watch Kill Bill, though, I, I want to um, learn Kill Japanese. People? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, because I yeah. watch it. I'm like, I think it's cool for like a white blonde woman to speak Japanese. But then I forget that I'm not a white blonde woman. So I don't have that same effect. Like people will, if I spoke Japanese, people would be like, oh, you, who cares? You know? uh, I think, uh, <laughs> well, it would it would confuse um, sort of tone deaf white people who already probably think you're Japanese. It'd be like, that checks out. Yeah, exactly. It's like I assumed. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be like a pleasant surprise, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. Like yeah, when white people. I think a Chinese person knowing how to speak Japanese is like really cool. Yeah, me too, but. <laughs> people don't think I'm Chinese. I mean, like some, uh, some people think I'm Chinese, but it's like, it's not a thing that I can ju- just assume that people know about me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone just asked like, Oh, are you Korean? <laughs> That's their go-to. Not yeah. like what national, like, just tell me, no, they, they take a guess first. They're like, are that you is, Korean? That's funny because that, I feel like I've heard Korean people say everyone who asks me what I am in Vancouver just immediately asks if I'm Japanese. So, so it's funny how it's like Korean people are also feeling that, but a different one. It's, you know what I mean? No. What do you mean? Like you say people in the city just assume oh, they're Korean. Yeah. The Korean people I know in the city, people just assume they're Japanese. <laughs> so, oh, 
okay. Yeah, right? Like, I feel like everyone gets a different one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who determines it, but. Probably some Facebook group. They have a meeting. They're like, this one, we're going to assume. Be racist this week. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 Um, so what have you been up to? Um, I, I've been uh, doing music co-writes with people all over the world, which is kind wow. of cool thing about this, um, by FaceTime. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I, I produced this album for this singer on 604 named Michaela Slinger. Yeah. And it's being mixed right now, which is kind of a lengthy process. So it's actually, I've actually been consistently really busy for months. I know. Every time I talk to you during all this, you're like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Like you're, you're telling me like three different, four different <laughs> things you're doing. Yeah. And then I, like, I actually feel like I need a vacation and I've actually never really been on vacation. So yeah. Really? Yeah, I've been on vacation. Like, like a consistent time off, you mean? Like you took time off from everything to go on a trip or yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Have you done You've that? Never? Like you've only taken like work trips, right? I only tour with my band. So I've been to all these cool places, but it's always been to go perform. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I guess that's different. Where would you go? I really want to go to Iceland. Oh. Um, it's beautiful. I really want to go to brazil even though all my brazilian friends have horrible mugging stories <laughs> That's scary but it looks cool too um i've never been to mexico never no have you yeah i've been on a few like just stupid drunk girl trips you know it sounds fun yeah no they were really fun we like snuck acid across <laughs> wow what we like yeah like oh my god it was so stupid too like we kept talking like the weeks leading up to the trip, we were all like, okay, how are we going to sneak acid over? I'm so impressed and blown away right now and shocked. Because it's just a piece of paper, <laughs> right? That's a good point. Yeah, uh, so we, but then we were like, okay, but if they find it, like, you know, what, like, we don't really know, like, we're stupid girls, like, we're stupid young, like, girls, you know, and we're like, not sure what dogs can smell does the acid have a smell like we don't know and, and we were too scared to like google all of these things yeah. and so um we were we were just like talking about it speculating we we're like okay what can we do can we put it on our skin and it's like oh no yeah, you can absorb exactly. it through your skin exactly and that happened to a guy and then he peeled his face like an orange at least so goes the urban legend because oh my god uh, on his chest and it absorbed because he's sweating because he's nervous and he peels yeah. his goddamn head like, like a mandarin orange <laughs> exactly like uh everyone has a horror story about like acid absorbing when they didn't mean to and then um th that person going crazy so yeah. we were like okay what do we do and then we sh my friend like put it in the page of a book brilliant yeah, and then we were like, okay, so let's just hope for the best. And then we got across, we got to Mexico, and then we got the acid, we did acid. And then one of my other friends, um, she found like a baggie of cocaine. In, what? In her sunglass case. You're so, the most rebellious people I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> so she didn't even know that she like smuggled cocaine basically to Mexico. And we were freaking out about the, meanwhile, we're freaking out about the fucking sheet of acid, which honestly is not that big of a deal now um, compared to like the cocaine that she just fucking like got across. Holy. And then that'd be funny if it's like the cops found it and they're like, why would you, there's so much good cocaine in Mexico. <laughs> I know, I know, right? A sheet of paper with red and stampy all over it. <laughs> my stamps. Those are just my stamps. <laughs> yeah, it's like bring sand to the beach. Like you, like she just she didn't know. But oh my god, if there were dogs and we went down for like that tiny bag of cocaine, I would have been. <laughs> yeah, I would have been pissed. Uh, though. Dog's smart. It heard it heard the word dog and then responded. Yeah, like, she's like, I'm dog. I'm dog. I'm dog. I'm dog. Um, I said, hi, puppy. We're just talking about drug smuggling. I know. I remember when I was 15, um, I really wanted to do acid. And uh, 
that my, my girlfriend at the time, her sister's boyfriend, uh, like, sold it. And so I remember he came over and I was all nervous. But I also heard that you could have, like I said, like, Ren Stampy or something on the acid. Yeah. And I was like, can I buy one with Pee Wee Herman on it? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Normally no one cares what the picture is, but you can care. And so I, I did it. And then I remember um, that girl I was dating, she had a life-size chessboard with life-size chess pieces like huge and we did acid and then went and like sat on it and oh my, uh, my friend danielle took the horse piece you know yeah what was that one called i don't the, know the rook rook no bishop I, I thought it was called horse the horse i don't think it's called horse but i'm i thought it was horse it's called horse your dog is called dog <laughs> yeah, everything is just what it seems. <laughs> Human. <laughs> um, so she had the horse, and she was, she was like, looking at it and crying. <laughs> I was like, Danielle, what's wrong? She's like, it's so ugly. Like, she felt bad for it. <laughs> for an for inanimate object, to, for being ugly. Yeah, that's yeah. cute. Um, I did acid in, at Coachella which was holy, holy millennial uh that's amazing i know it was it, it sounds hmm? and did it, who did you watch while you're on acid and did it improve their performance okay yes it did so much it improved. <laughs> this is a ringing endorsement for acid this whole episode <laughs> it was so great like um it was this like hard style dj that I did not want to go to, mm -hmm. uh, but then, because he was too, it was too much, mm -hmm. but then the acid kicked in, and I was like, this is awesome, and then, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, it's made for that, mm -hmm. and then after that, uh, after it kicked in, and we, we left, um, w I just ate food, like, the whole night, food really? was really fun, man, I, I feel like when I've done it, I just feel so clinical, that I can't imagine putting something you know in my in my body like that like I, I remember I, I the first time I did mushrooms I felt like a genius and I was <laughs> like everybody's so stupid except me <laughs> the sketchbook with all my ideas and illustrations that's what I did I filled like a whole sketchbook with ideas about how we're actually the the world is just a biodome that we're in and wow. the, the sky is actually just like this dome that was illustrated and you know what I mean? It was like the Truman oh. Show. That's what I thought. I also got, um, I also did acid on New Year's Eve once when I was a teenager. And right, it, I was with the same girl and our friends. I think it was the same night as the chessboard thing, actually. Yeah. I remember right at the countdown, I got so mad about how, I was like, this is just a, this is just a political construct. The countdown, the calendar year doesn't actually matter. It was just created probably by Hallmark or something. And I spent the countdown <laughs> in the closet. Oh my God. You became and one of those, <laughs> you became one of those kids at the sleepover. That's like, it's actually like, it's 12 a.m. You're like, it's tomorrow now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I was really, uh, oh my like, God. I, and, uh, yeah, that was dumb. I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> No, I just get so stupid. Like I, I go the opposite direction, and I'm like, let's drink and just fucking be stupid and like get a sunburn. Like in Mexico, uh, when we did acid on the beach, I just we just hung out in the pool all day, and then the next day, we like I was so sunburned, and I was like, what the fuck? But I would just, <laughs> I would just like laugh and and like take photos of my friends while laughing like it would just it's That's just a great time it's a good, great way to spend a day in mexico i'm just impressed because of how goddamn dangerous mexico is and you literally made yourself like more vulnerable when you went there yeah it was stupid like it was and, dumb and, and i'm so impressed you smuggled cocaine and acid and now my next question is did you smuggle a gun because that's the next logical thing that may be oh fuck i forgot you have like you have like a gun in the back of your pants you forgot, forgot my handgun that <laughs> <laughs> i left in this backpack here oh oopsie 
back of your pants like someone from Lethal Weapon. You're like, oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> well, better shoot some cops. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you were such a badass that way. Yeah, I guess I was. I think like when you're young, you just lack the G. Like, you just lack, like, I didn't even think about any of that, like being, you know, reckless or dangerous. I think you lack that, like, thing in your head when you're young. Did you ever have any friends who were like <laughs> committing crimes and then you're like, yes. and then like whatever. I mean, 18, our, our record gets erased anyway. Like I had friends like that. Oh yeah. No, that was all of my friends. Like uh, <laughs> assault. <laughs> literally we were all doing just like the dumbest shit. And like, um, yeah. And like people were in gangs. Like I knew people in gangs and stuff and like, um, yeah no it was but i was always like eh, whatever like i would just sit in the like sit there with them like eh, uh, oh you have like batons and bear mace and shit uh-huh whatever <laughs> that was like a certain type of friend that you'd have in the suburbs it's just like 14 and like super into knives and stuff because i had friends like that too and it was like i they're my friends but I, I preferred my dorky friends who were, like, super into video games and stuff and, like, playing guitar and not going to parties and stuff. Cause, but I, I had those friends, but I also had the friends who were, like, Saturday night, we're going to break into the mall. Do you want to come? That's <laughs> eh, all right. Oh, my God. Yeah, I broke into, like, a community pool, like, outdoor pool before, and we had to climb these gates that were, like, stabby, and if we you slipped you would have been like impaled basically and like and i was like okay let's get in there i want to take a swim it's like it's not that fucking important that i go swimming but it is important to let your friends know that you're not pussy and that's exactly because i did shit like that too where it's like hey we're gonna go climb onto the rooftop of the school (laughs) and then my one friend fell out of the tree and broke both his arms like well that wasn't worth it at all i don't know why we (laughs) not even that cool up there it's like it's like your friends who are like spray paint and tag things they're the ones who want to dude i got on top of the school and spray painted my tag let's go look at it no (laughs) not that good yeah no it's always shit like everything that that's like literally it takes on a on a level where how dangerous and reckless it is it's always a 10 and then like the thing that we're doing, the result, the reward that we get is always a zero or like negative. Exactly. The only reward you have is that your friends don't call you a pussy that night. You know (laughs) what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is that. It's funny too, because I was was thinking like on comedy here, often we have this segment, um, you know, for it's a new one since you, you haven't been on it in a while, but a new question I ask is what, what happened the first time you got drunk? And for me, it was when I was 13 and these friends of mine and I, it, it was funny because my friend had a, a tent in his front yard. So we yeah. all sat in a circle and drank one bottle of cooler amongst the four of us, like <laughs> cider or something. It was like growers, I think. And then I remember sitting there <laughs> drinking it and I was like, I don't think it's working. And then I stood up and I was like, whoa. And then we just walked through the neighborhood and just walked over cars. Like, you know, over what I mean? car, like over parked like, cars. On top of the tops of cars like spider-man yeah we were being dicks and then like just just being bad people basically because you're just you just felt so rebellious because it was your first time doing the thing that you saw other people be rebellious when they do so you're like guess i gotta step it up my turn i'm gonna step on cars yeah yeah Um, yeah and then and then oh i want to say this the second time we, we drank, we drank moonshine, which is like, oh my God. And we also, we all got so sick that I quit drinking completely until I was in my 20s. What? How do yeah. you guys even get moonshine? Can you even buy because, that? Because a friend of mine's like hillbilly uncle made it. Okay. <laughs> my, my best friend at the time drank it and then he started throwing up black stuff. And I was like, that's not good. Oh my God. Bill has never drank to this day. Oh, wow. That yeah. must be... If I drank that, it probably would have killed me. Because <laughs> I, so. I can't handle it very well. Like, the first time I drank was... Oh, my God. It was such a, like, like a TV high school moment where you're like, oh, are you going to do it? Oh, are you going to... You know, like, oh, are you going to drink or are you, like, you know, a freaking square? Yeah. So, 
yeah, it was like one of those moments. I there were so many people I didn't know. Ever people were just like hanging out at a park, school Whoa. park. And then these people, strangers, I didn't know. I knew one person that I was with. And then these people offered me, like, a bottle of, like, Grey Goose. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, they were like, oh, take a, like, take a sip. And and I was like, okay. And I've never drank before. And so I, like, drank it. And I think I was, like, I was probably, I was in grade eight. So what is that, like, 14, maybe? And then... I just got like so I just like kept drinking because I wanted to prove myself and then um I was so drunk just so shit-faced around these strangers I didn't know I didn't know where my friend went she like ditched me and Mm -hmm. so I was just like alone just like drunk as shit in the park and then we hear sirens and I start running for some reason (laughs) (laughs) there's uh, sirens all the time all over town like always they're never for you you know um, but for some reason, I'm like, oh, that's for me. And I start running and I like, um, I'm running so hard and I like break. No, I didn't break anything, but I fell on my face. Basically, I, I don't think I broke any. No, I didn't. I didn't. And then um, we somehow don't remember. We somehow ended up at a McDonald's and I threw up in the McDonald's. Like I was sitting at the McDonald's, the, the dining in chair and I was sitting there. And with some people I didn't know, but we were in the same group and I, we were all talking and then I turned around, threw up and came back like, like as if nothing happened. I acted like, oh, I didn't throw up. And then they were like, let's go. We're leaving. We're not staying. Like, they're going to kick us out. Like, you can't just throw up at a McDonald's and pretend everything's fine. That's a great stealth move. Um, <laughs> I remember there, you know, you know, the can be, uh, it's, it's down, it's like, near Gastown, it's a bar. It's like a punk rock bar. Yeah. And, like, it's also a hostel, so it's, like, punk rock shitheads go there, and then also people from other countries who don't have a lot of money for lodging. So it's it's a weird kind of, like, it's a weird bar. Um, I shouldn't say just punk rock shitheads. There are good punk rock people, too. But anyway, (laughs) my band went there, and we were punk rock shitheads. This is is my first band. And my friend Dan, um, we were drinking, we were talking to these girls, and then my friend Dan went, <sighs> a chew <laughs> he, he pretended to sneeze yeah and then he just like threw up onto this plate of oh. nachos <laughs> they didn't notice <laughs> you're done with them but he's like Bleh! like right into them and he's like so anyway blah, blah. like he, he, was, like, <laughs> he threw up so often he was just, like skilled at it you know it, like was no big deal like for me if i throw up i'm going home it's over the night's over for someone like him he was just like eh puke back to it and then the bouncer came over and was like did you just throw up and he was like, <laughs> how dare you accuse me of something so disgusting and the bouncer's like get out and they're like all right oh my god some people <laughs> just do that it's so weird but, so anyway <laughs> i'm like when i throw up i'm like sweating and sad it's sad when you throw up i think yeah my whole body yeah. now is yeah. like it's like a whole body like thing yeah it's very me. emotional for me to throw up yeah have you ever um, peed? Have you ever peed your pants and then like pretended you didn't pee your pants? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I don't think so. No, I've done that at least like ten times. Really? I have at least. Um, my friend, um, she jumped on a trampoline for the first time since she was a kid. She laughed so hard she peed her pants like visibly. <laughs> yeah, but, that was a good one. That but was, then, like, like two years ago. But you always have to make the decision, like, do I acknowledge it or do I not? Like, I, I always pee my pants around people. And a lot of times I'm like, I'm just going to, they can't tell. I'm wearing these dark pants. Fully till you don't even have to pee anymore or just like a little bit? Oh, oh, it's fully <laughs> until it's empty. Okay. Yeah. I think girls pee their pants more often because it's harder for you to pee somewhere like, you know, like dudes can just like go go into an alley and it's like really easy. I know, you know it's I'm very envious of that. But you know what? As I've aged, grown wiser as an adult, I don't care anymore. I will pee outside. I don't care if yeah. people can see me. Like I'm not peeing my pants. Can you guys use a diva cup to just pee in? No, it's too small. Like it only holds. You know, it does not hold enough liquid. Mm-hmm. I wish. I've seen like those wish yeah. things um like the wish app like where it's like a huge cup and then you can like put it there and you can pee there's a funnel 
and you can pee like as a guy basically but i'm like no because okay, yeah, yeah. then it's something i have to clean i have to like you know take it around and then it's like yeah it's probably, not, on it. probably not worth it That's, yeah no dudes i know who have fleshlights it's like <laughs> sure you're you have fun when you're having sex but then you have to clean it yeah right just the cleaning part is like yeah, and then you shove your dick in there again, like a, another yeah. time, like because it's post cum, right? Post cum, you're like, ugh, like everything is disgusting to you. You're like, oh, what's wrong? Yeah, with yeah, you? yeah, exactly. And then a flashlight's like the most disgusting thing you can like look at after I think coming. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because you're like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's another like like throwing up is very emotional, you know jaying off it's pretty emotional because after you do it you're like you know i'm lonely maybe yeah it's like what why is my life all about this why is everything in my life just amounting to that i have to eat certain things too to eat certain things yeah like if i have like a really pathetic fast food meal afterward Mm. like i feel like i just threw up and jade off yep yep basically yeah i had i get that too when i eat um chocolate like i got this like 15 pack of hedgehogs from pretties and i ate like huh did you eat all of them in one sitting yeah exactly and so afterwards i was like oh and i felt like shit too obviously and and then i was just like oh what why oh man you know what the last the last time i i did something like that have you ever had birthday cake oreos Oh, so good. I ate the whole box in one sitting. But then after, you always feel like you just ate plastic, right? Yeah, yeah. But I actually felt like I could eat another box. Like, (laughs) you're passionate about them. They're so good. Well, that's the thing about Oreos. Like, you never feel satisfied. That's like... You know Oh, go on. It's like a design they did, like, in the lab when they were designing (laughs) Oreos. They were like, okay, we're going to make them, like, you know, good chocolatey cream. But, you know, we got to keep them coming back. It's like the the appliances model, you know? You design them to break after five years. You have to design it so that they're not satisfied and they keep buying Oreos. So I feel like somehow they converted that into a chemical that they put into the Oreos. Because you never feel like I've had enough. It's so true. It's like it's like Pringles, and it's like uh, I heard McDonald's do that. Like, have you ever seen Super Size Me? Yeah, of course. Like he, um, you know, he ate nothing but McDonald's for a month straight or whatever, and he gained a bunch of weight, and then he lost it, and then he went on Letterman, and Letterman <laughs> was like, "What do you think when you walk by McDonald's? Like, and you smell it? Does it make you sick?" He's like, "No, it makes me so hungry. I want it so bad again." Uh, yeah, that's such a like two thousands like movie idea like documentary idea imagine having that idea now like um i'm gonna eat a mcdonald's (laughs) for like 30 days nothing with subway cookies yeah uh people would be like that's fucking stupid you should like go back to learning about go back to school and get a job but then like in the 2000s they were like that's brilliant like let's make this and then the guy fucking like gets on letterman that's like such a 2000s (laughs) thing it's funny though because that guy morgan spurlock who made that movie he made a couple more documentaries and every time he'd do one doug benson would do the weed version of it right after yeah the super high me he did yeah and then i heard him talking about it and he's like yeah i don't think like morgan spurlock guy thinks i'm funny or likes me or anything but i'm still gonna keep doing parodies of his documentaries <laughs> that's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah, I've been like, I've been working on stuff. Like, you've been keeping busy. I've been, I had like a spurt of like productivity, yeah. I think a month ago. No, not a month ago, like two weeks ago. Yeah. And, and like, I get this thing where if I work, if I get so much done, I have this like crash. And yeah. then lately, I've been like trying to keep that going. Mm. But then I've just been, like, playing this, like, bullshit game on my phone. Okay, which game? Mario Kart? Oh, my God. I don't even want to say because it's such, like, I hate, like, I wish it was Mario Kart. I wish it was, because Mario Kart would be way better. Really? It's, like, this, like, Gardenscapes fucking game that 
like people you get like you get notifications of it or not notifications um ads for it you know when oh yeah 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 okay i think I know yeah 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 and I, one of those days i clicked on the ad and i was like let's see what this fucking game is all about because in the game ads they're always like can you do it like they challenge you <laughs> they're like do you think you can solve this and yeah. i'm like yeah fuck yeah let's go and then i like clicked on it and i just started playing it it's one of those games where they design it so that you play it forever it's endless yeah, uh, it's the mcdonald's of apps yeah the exactly of apps yeah exactly and it's like it's ruining my life because I've had that with games too because it's all you think about and it's right there too yeah you like your finger literally just like absent-mindedly will go to it and click it and it's so frustrating to me like when I had this like deadline that I had to meet I already had that game and I was playing for like three days and I was like okay fuck I literally can't I literally have to stop I have a deadline and so I deleted it and I found myself like in the same minute going to try to click that game like right after I deleted it I was like oh yeah I deleted it it was this like weird switch in my mind that was like it was like programming almost you know and and then I after that one time where I tried to go find it and it wasn't there, I was like, okay, it's not there anymore. And then I like got to work, but then mm-hmm. afterwards, and, and I was like, never again. And then after the deadline, I was like, let's download that game again. And I downloaded <laughs> it and I fucking play it like day to night. And it's yeah. so embarrassing. I get it. And it, it's, it, it tricks you into feeling productive because you're leveling up. Because yeah. I love this game called NBA 2K, which it has its own, like, community. Like, it's very popular. Yeah. Like, um, there, there's this place called The Neighborhood, and sometimes you'll see, like, a celebrity in there and stuff who's, like, like NBA 2K made a player that looks like them so they can play. Sometimes you can play with, like, you know, Kevin Hart or whoever. What? And uh, <laughs> I, I've been... I've gotten a new version every year for the last nine years. So I can't stop now. I can't, I can't lose my rep. Yeah. (laughs) But, but even that game is like respectable. Cause then it's like, (laughs) it's like NBA. It's like a respectable, like, you know, organization, like internationally recognized Kevin Hart's on it, you know, like people like salt lives play it. Kevin Hart is not on gardenscapes. No, he's not. No, he's not. No person that has a job is on Gardenscapes. And it's really embarrassing. I hate it. I even connected to Facebook, which I hate it because now I can see which one of my shit friends is also on it. And every time we send each other a life, I'm like, fuck this. Like, we're, we're, we're just chained to this fucking game, you know? I play Scrabble on my phone. I really like it. And the reason that I started playing it, um, is because I have a hard time sleeping sometimes. Mm. And I, I watched this uh, interview with Sarah Silverman, and she was like, yeah, every night I smoke weed, and then I get in bed and play Scrabble on my phone until I fall asleep. And I was like, that sounds good. If that could be my bedtime tradition, that'd be pretty good. And it works for you? I'm actually sleeping a lot better, but I, but I, I end up playing Scrabble intermittently throughout the day also. Oh. Yeah. Does it put really- you to sleep when you play it during the day? I don't fall asleep during the day, but it is kind of like just a fun thing. Cause it's like, I can't help but be on my phone sometimes at nighttime just because I'm not working or anything. Yeah. So it's a good, it's a good way to keep yourself off social media. Maybe is that maybe that's what that game's good for, for you. Yeah. That's the only saving grace for me. <laughs> like literally and not this way. Yeah. That's the only saving grace where I'm like, ah, I guess I'm not on social media. So I don't look as thirsty. Like, <laughs> so uh, I guess that's good, but yeah, um, I should delete oh. that game though, for sh- for sure. Oh, I did, um, I know you, you, um, write scripts and things too, um, and, and I'm trying to as well, because mm-hmm. I had a couple ideas, um, and I started one last year, and I got like 38 pages into it, out of nice. what I hope was a 90 page thing. And then I, during quarantine, I worked on it again, and I'm up to like 50, 58 pages or something. 
it's so hard to, for me. Like, it's so much different than writing a song because for writing a song, it's like very obvious to me what, what to do and what will work and what would be ridiculous. Yeah, because you're me, like way more experienced and yeah. like, confident in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I just understand and I've researched it and stuff. And so it's funny when writing a script, it seems like too loose to me. It's like, you could literally be like, then they're in space. And now they're in, sp-. like, it seems like you shouldn't be able to do that. You know what I mean? But I know. A, a way that I have, um, yeah, it seems like too too open or something. But um, it, a, a way that I like brought, a god. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've always felt like that about myself anyway. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a way that I realize that I can make myself do work if I don't feel like it is I'll spend money on something that involves it. So, like, if I'm making music, I'll buy a new plugin or a new piece of software, or a new instrument, and then it's like fun. So for the script, I bought screenplay software and it was $150. So now I really have to finish that. Wait, what did you get? Uh, Final Draft. Oh, me too. I got the, yeah, I love Final Draft. Um, And it it does, it does help me write, like to see it, you know, as the way it is, like as the scripts that I've, I've read. Yeah. Like you're doing properly. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like yeah. it feels legit, and I like how it breaks down how much each character is spoken, so you can see if it's like all one person basically. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I really like the. Stat. I haven't put. I haven't looked into that option. Damn. Yeah, it's really cool. The new, maybe you have an older version. Maybe that's a new. No, version. I have the newest one. Oh, yeah. I just haven't explored all the options. I've just started being like exterior. Um, <laughs> i'm a i'm a grinder i don't like i just like go for it you know yeah, I, love I love grinder great app um, <laughs> um yeah. but yeah no i've been like i i've been like i have this weird thing where i i can't i don't know if it's a thing i de- developed recently but i cannot read more than two pages without falling asleep <laughs> your scrabble yeah that's my but it's really annoying because sometimes i want to read like sometimes mm-hmm. i want to read this thing yeah but then i'll be two pages in and then i'm just asleep i just like cannot keep my eyes open maybe you need to re- read on a treadmill or something actually yeah. that'd be good you fell asleep while you're on treadmill no, don't do that yeah i'm like scared of sleeping in a dangerous place maybe but you need to that's- do acid before you read yeah yeah and then i'll just like at coachella yeah 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 no um but yeah no writing's been fun but i know what you're talking about where you're like uh there's too many things i could do right now like literally anything to the script yeah i can be like you know i think there should be some things you can't do in a script yeah i mean i guess there are rules but all those fucking assholes all say like, "Oh, rules! You just gotta know them, but you can break them." Like so every fucking like respected writer will be like, "Yeah, it's good to know the rules, but you should break them." <laughs> I want to know them. Like I, I want to make sure I'm doing things properly, so I don't get laughed out of the room. I'm no, not- the, if you if you break a rule, people will. I feel like in the screenwriting world, everyone assumes that you every like everyone who's got a script knows the rules. So if you break the rules, they'll be like, "Oh, whoa, respect!" Like this guy. This guy has these people in the exterior on the moon. All of a sudden, this guy's- <laughs> yeah, Must yeah, be- like they'll be like, "Oh, damn, we got ourselves a rule breaker here." Have I, Have you ever seen um, the documentary called Overnight? No, it's so there's a movie called Boondock Saints, which was kind of like um, on the tales of Pulp Fiction in in like oh. 95. Like it, when when Pulp Fiction came out, it kind of changed a lot of independent cin- cinema to do like more daring things with like weird dialogue and weird characters and violence and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when Pulp Fiction became big, this guy who was a bouncer at a bar in Florida um he wrote a script on his breaks uh from work for a movie called boondock saints and then uh he sent it to the weinstein brothers and then they they were like this guy's like the next tarantino and so they did the biggest deal in hollywood history with this guy they bought him that bar that he worked at so now he owns it 
Wow. They bought his script. They were hiring him to direct it uh, as a first-time director. Uh, they got his band signed to Madonna's record label. Like, what? everything. It was crazy. And Just the guy things that aren't even related to the script. They're yeah, like, yeah. oh, you got a dog? Let's get him in the dog show. The best dog <laughs> show in the world. Get this dog his own sitcom. He's a genius. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so, and then his name's Troy Duffy. And he's like, he looks like, kind of like um, Danny McBride or something. Like, he's kind of like a, a heavier guy with a beard and, you know. Um, yeah. And within two weeks, he, just from being an arrogant person, he ruined his whole career. How did he do that? Just from talking shit to people and Harvey Weinstein was like, hey, maybe you should have um, Keanu Reeves in this. And he's like, Keanu Reeves is a talentless hack. And like, just so something oh. like insulting everybody, talking shit, getting in fist fights, going like all oh this God. stuff. And within two weeks, they just, everyone backed out of it. And then he ended up doing the movie anyway with like a tenth of the budget with this small company. It ended up being like kind of like a cult hit. But overnight, the documentary. Because they broke the deal off with him? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like everything went away. And then then, um, he ended up making the movie anyway. And the movie's like kind of like a cult classic, but I like this documentary more than like anything. Like he, oh. he he hired a documentary crew to follow him around because he's like, I'm shit now. So you guys, you guys document becoming famous. So this is the documentary of him making the movie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's great. It's like probably my favorite documentary. Um, and he just like, treats everyone so badly and then just basically like eats his lunch for the whole movie and then that's funny it's great it's so entertaining that's so funny though like honestly i was like oh that sucks that he was an asshole but it's like i would have done that too i feel like anyone (laughs) i feel like anyone if if they were not doing anything and they were just like working on the script and then all of a sudden like got everything you know gotten everything they're like oh like you're a freaking genius like of course how did not everyone know about this and be like oh yeah i am a genius and then i would just like yeah (laughs) yeah, i would start fights with people i would like just freaking like on site i would just like punch someone in the face i would love to see your ego get out of control i hope that happens when your album comes out i hope it just blows up and then you're just this like insufferable person yeah, I just, like, start fights with anyone. Like, why are you looking at me? Yeah, that'd be so cool. Like, even your friends and, like, even people that are nice. Yeah. Like, like you just, like, go after Oladata for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I hate your fanny pack. Yeah, I hate that you wear it on your torso. Yeah. Stop it. I hate your face. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, and just, just, I hope success just, like, ruins all your wonderful qualities because you're actually one of the kindest people i know oh thank you but yeah it will ruin it and i i I look forward to the day (laughs) i always say i'm like once i'm successful i will um just be awful like i will top i will top everything that anyone's ever done everyone's like criticizing like they used to criticize you know um justin bieber and like who else is horrible um well, mm-hmm. Justin's not horrible, but <laughs> like Lindsay Lohan for like doing crazy shit. I'm be like, you know what? Once I get mine, yeah, I'm gonna freaking blow all of these people out of the water. Well, I hope you hire a documentary crew. So, but it, instead of the way Troy Duffy's career ended from him being worse, you just accelerate your career from being worse. And then the message <laughs> is that you should treat people poorly, and it will help you be successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like be like it's like dress for the job you want to have, right? Yeah. Like yeah. before you you don't even have success yet, but you act like you're a super successful person and you like just are yeah. horrible to everyone. <laughs> message. Um I'm all for it. Um I hope you treat me like garbage. That'd be funny. Um Yeah, I've already accepted that as my future. I'm like okay, cool. I'm will be horrible and you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna be like Ellen. Oh yeah, that's the that's the thing. That's, that's the great. Person. Yeah. Yeah. That worked out great for her because now she she's had, already had two TV shows. She can just retire. Yeah, and like go out <laughs> a bitch. Like that's pretty cool. 
Did she apologize or anything? I, was there any I st- don't think so. I haven't seen her do any statements. Like, I think there are just so many people talking and she's like, ah, fuck those fuckers. I hate them. I think I have a feeling that you can't be canceled if you just don't let it happen. Yeah, if you just, like, don't say anything, you know? All the guys, it seems like it just doesn't work. I don't know. I mean, I haven't really seen anybody do that. So maybe maybe I'm wrong. I feel but, like, like... It's just... I, like, yeah. Like they tried to cancel Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz, and then they just, like, leaned into it and then didn't affect them. I mean, Joey engaged. Joey, like, kind of... Well, he was like, you thought that was offensive? Check this one out. And then he was, <laughs> was like, oh, I guess we can't do that to him. Yeah, that's true. That kind of comic, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I guess leaning it helps, but like I, I think back then celebrity was this like unreachable. Like you kind of want to feel like you're untouchable, like before, because before yeah. people didn't get canceled, right? But um, it it was because of the culture, but also like they felt like this unreachable thing. Like they didn't feel like people that should be yeah. act like regular people but now with like social media um we're like oh they're just like us uh they shouldn't you know date 14 year olds and that's why like jerry seinfeld never got in trouble <laughs> yeah i mean he's kind of retroactively getting like trashed now but it doesn't seem to it probably doesn't get to them but um isn't that funny that like we're in a, a society now where a like sixth grader can tell the, tr- the president he's an idiot and he'll probably see it and he might respond that's crazy yeah, that is pretty crazy. And then, like, also the president is a really petty person that would <laughs> that would respond to, like, a six-year-old. Yeah. I yeah. Know. You know what's cool? Barack Obama followed me on Twitter, and I deemed yeah. that he's doing a good job as Prez. As Prez. Yeah, it was a little while ago. Very chill. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I wish he would follow me. <laughs> when you become super successful, like, what's going to happen this year? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get Barack Obama's um, follow, and then I'm gonna tell him that he um, is stupid. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta treat him poorly, like your branding dictates. Like yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell him to like uh, eat my ass. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's to pretty former awesome. President Barack Obama to eat my ass. Yeah, I mean, you could start your own campaign for it, like a presidential campaign, but it's for him to eat your ass. Yeah, Barack Obama, please eat my ass. Um, I started GoFundMe. Yeah. It's, like, not related. To, it wouldn't help. It wouldn't help him eating my ass. It was just, like, but this is the cause so that I can have the energy to keep yeah. asking him to eat my ass <laughs> yeah yeah like it, it's not even to further your career it's just something it's just a goal of yours yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like the GoFundMe is for like two million dollars <laughs> it's like not related to anything <laughs> and you're like Barack this could be yours this two no million. I don't give him a penny oh you don't know okay, I see. It's, it's no it's for me to keep up having the energy to keep asking him oh to eat okay. my ass. I thought you were trying to solicit him as like a sex worker, which um, he's pretty, he's pretty liberal. He might be into that. Yeah, maybe, but I don't want him to get paid for it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I want it to be consensual adults. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I respect that you have your boundaries for him making money and, and basically it's that he doesn't make money. So I respect that about you yeah 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 he's ha- he has enough money enough it's time money. i get two million dollars instead of yeah like Obama. If, if he started a campaign for like hillary clinton to eat his ass he wouldn't even need a gofundme because he has enough money to have that energy you know yeah exactly like once you were already the president you have the energy to ask hillary clinton to eat your ass yeah yeah and she might take it more seriously because you know he had the position that she wants so she's president it, a career move, perhaps, you know? Exactly. She could eat her ass way up to the presidency, but mm, don't think well, it so. It seems like, Hillary, do you really think people get voted into office based on people electing them? It's a series of ass eatings. Everybody knows that. But you know what? Honestly, if, like, if eating Barack Obama's ass was, like, trendy, yeah. she would have done it for the vote. 
Because then remember, remember she fucking like said she had hot sauce in her bag because of the Beyonce song. And then also she like dabbed or some shit. Like that was so (laughs) stupid. She's just such a like, she'll just do anything. And it's just very pathetic. Like she would definitely eat Barack Obama's ass like if it was trendy. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we can convince her. Yeah, we're like, yeah, it's this new internet trend where if you eat Barack Obama's ass, you become the president. <laughs> so. so cool. And she's like pretty out of touch, maybe because of her age. So maybe she'd be like, oh, okay. And then, uh, <laughs> and then when, in, and then she does it. And then Barack Obama's like, why, thank you, Andrea and Kevy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a new TikTok dance. You do it to um, WAP, <laughs> you do it to the. <laughs> Yeah, the soundtrack of eating Barack Obama's ass is WAP. That's cool. That's very now. He's see, he's keeping up with the trends. <laughs> yeah, his wet ass pussy hole. <laughs> oh jeez. This is the most uh, normal podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> the most started with acid. Yeah, we <laughs> smuggling acid. This is this is like next level. Like some some New York shock comics are gonna hear this and be like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, I don't even think like is is acid even something that cops and etc. Like border people uh, pay attention to. They're like, we can't let people get acid across the border. I've never heard of like the war on drugs being like. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, why do they care so much about marijuana? Or they did and then never things way more destructive. Like, I remember the whole thing when I was a teenager and I was doing it. It was like, careful, if you do four hits, you'll be handicapped. Like, what? That does what someone told me, yeah. I used to, I know people hype up, um, people hype up acid so much. Like, they say, if you do it once, you'll never be the same again. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and like, it's stuff like that. And by that time, I had already done it like, like at least 24 times oh i mean four hits of acid at the same time oh my god you know what's crazy i remember i heard this interview with eric andre where he's talking about his childhood best friend who did acid all the time and he said that it's not eric andre eric andre's friends he said that uh, his friend said at a certain point when he'd close his eyes he'd see a crowd of people every time what yeah and then he said that at a certain point <clears throat> he thought their whole friends group was like talking about him behind his back. And he'd be like, guys, I know you're talking about me behind my back. Like, can you stop it? And they're like, what? what? And he like lost it. Like he actually is one of those people that did too much and like lost their mind. Wow. Okay. Four hits at the same time. I, I'm, sh- I'm almost certain I will die if I do that. If you did four hits at the same time. Yeah. Cause I've always been someone that's like sensitive to drugs and like, mm-hmm. I, I, I would just like do one tab and that's that's enough for me. You don't even drink or anything, right? I don't even drink, yeah, because it just like makes me feel sick. Mm. It doesn't do any, it doesn't do that much for me. Sometimes I'll get like shit face just to, you know, brave through the sickness and just get drunk. I saw you drink the hell of a Pepsi and went for dim sum one time. Oh my God, yeah, the <laughs> night before that. <laughs> um, that was great. Yeah, yeah, no. You and I really went for it at Dim Sum, and then we went and saw Steve Letts finish his photo shoot or something for his album. Yeah, that was fun. Remember we used to be able to hang out. Oh yeah, that's. Oh my god, all those places are like boarded up now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the bourbon. (laughs) Yeah, we're like living through the depression, basically. No. You know, um, my I, I do therapy weekly, and my therapist was saying, it's like, when the Great Depression was happening, they didn't know that the thing they were experiencing was going to have a name at some point. I mean, it's the same for what we're doing right now. You know? I know. It's become more apparent, though. Like, the yeah. longer that we've been in this, like, the more I'm like, oh, this is like a period where yeah. it's going to be talked about and, like, examined and shit. And, like... You know what they should call it? Yeah. The great Hillary Clinton ass eating. Yeah, that's the that's the period. <laughs> the I mean, funny if, 
if the, eating WAP period. The government let society vote on it and someone just trolled it and made it something like that. And they were like, well, we, we left it up to the public and this is what you guys came up with. Enjoy it. The great Hillary Clinton ass eating of yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I wonder what she's doing right now. I haven't heard from her in a while. Yeah, she used to text so much and it's like, Hillary, like, now more than ever, you have time to text us and you're not. Right? Yeah, I want to hang out, girl. <laughs> I want to chill. Have you felt like that with any of your friends? Like, it's, it's like, during COVID, you just haven't heard from them at all. And it's like, oh, I feel like we're friends. We, we used to text when we weren't isolating. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those. And I kind of am like, well, I guess I'm not texting them. So... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever I'm sure they're doing the same thing as me yeah. but yeah I wonder about them I'll just like think about them as a passing thought when I'm like getting gas at like a gas station or something and then I'll just like forget but you're, you're I, I don't know gas and you're like fuck Julia you <laughs> yeah do you have like, any friends named Julia Julia do you have any friends named Julia no okay no Julia is a peculiar name. I have a friend named Julia, and she's my sync license agent. And she's wonderful, and she's from Brazil. Oh, sync yeah. license. Yeah, she, she got my band, the Apple commercial. Oh, okay. I thought about like a washroom sync. Like you have a. Yeah, she's my she's my washer dryer agent. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. Where it works. You're so yeah. fancy. You have a like you have a license for your plumbing. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm very um, well, we did. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I have to pee now, so I guess okay. we should end it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. We didn't really Thank- talk about things we fucked up or anything. Um, we did though. We oh, did yeah, so we much. Drugs across the border. I mean. Yeah, and like but, you, you know, drinking and doing oh, yeah. stupid things and acid etc oh can i tell you one thing i did fuck up this week please uh, quickly um please. i i go to this restaurant by my place quite a bit and i'm and uh they let me uh eat for free because i'm always polite they're like you know what this one's on us you're always so sweet when you come in here and i was like thank you so much. i was like i actually was like why and they're like because you're always nice and friendly and everything we really like you and i was like thanks and i just left without tipping and then I thought about it when I got home. I was like, I should have fucking at least tipped that girl. Like, yeah. So I went back two days later uh, and I was like, I'm so sorry I did that. I'm really, really sorry. You totally deserve a tip. It just sh- shocked me. It confused me when people are nice to me. So I just left. I'm really, really sorry. So I tipped her. I just went and just like gave her $20. <laughs> oh my God. That's yeah. such a like, I hate that. Like, I hate that. Um, when it didn't, uh, uh, um, what's it called? Like when it occur. didn't occur to you. Yeah, yeah, occur to you at the moment. Like tipping is the one that I'm the most oblivious about. Like I'll tip every time when there's like a, like a thing happening. But if something is free, I let that slip too. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just honestly was surprised, and then I was like, guess I can go, and then I just left, and then I thought, <laughs> like, and like. And it's so awkward after because it's like about money. Like it's there's no, such a like, it, it's not like she could suggest it. Like yeah. I was just like end of transaction, great. And, then <laughs> and she's and like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> like we went in and we like laughed about it, and then I gave her a good tip, and then I still feel guilty about it. Like I yeah. solved the problem, and I still feel like an idiot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I know exactly what you mean. Like, um, yeah, no, it's like that weird gray or not gray area but just like because it's about money but you're this, like yeah. friend i can't believe they did that for you though i've never had at a place where um no matter how nice i am they I gave me free stuff it's the second time it's happened to me what oh my god like yeah. literally every time i'm like super nice they're like all right that's exactly full price um <laughs> <laughs> exactly full price you stupid bitch give me the yeah. money now we actually added uh uh our own extra tip just because we don't like you so much <laughs> yeah so i feel like more than usual honestly like 
you are one of those people that I feel like people pl- like genuinely like at like a establishment and they like gen like you know and you can tell it's genuine because they like l- give you literally free stuff I feel like every time I'm at a place people pretend to like me like <laughs> to because they're servicing me Okay. And I've had that happen so many times where, like where people, my lash technicians will pretend that we're friends and stuff. And then after I stop going to that place, they like unfollow me immediately. <gasps> <laughs> so oh. I know this because every time, yeah, but I hate it because it's like, I try to be nice. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Like I just don't rub people the right way maybe, or at least service people. Wait, do you get your eyelashes done? Yeah. My mom has an eyelash uh company yeah like she does extensions yeah oh that's cool other micro threading she has other things too yeah micro blading yeah i think so yeah Uh, maybe i can go to her and have her fake like me (laughs) she would genuinely for real fucking love you really she, she loves um uh hooking up my female friends who are like entertainers like yeah a couple singer friends of mine that are girls go to her like all the time and she like loves it nice yeah yeah you should, you should go. anyway you have to you have to pee and i'm assuming it can't be in that contraption we talked about earlier so you should go oh yeah i will pee my pants as Thank, we've discussed uh, i will pee my pants this time save that for a time we're drinking uh <laughs> thanks for and having i'll me. pretend that i didn't pee yeah well i think you should own up to it i'm gonna see it do to be polite no, I'm going to pretend, and you have to ignore it, and we have yeah. to act like I did not pee my pants, or else Maybe it would be rude. People in restaurants that work in restaurants don't like you because you're always peeing up their booths. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's why. I forgot <laughs> to add that detail that I, like, go in there, and I throw up, and I pee everywhere, and I'm like, why don't they like me? <laughs> you drop acid, and you spread cocaine everywhere. Yeah, else. I'm like, how come they don't like me? <laughs> hey, His meal's free, and I'm going to pay extra and go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, It was so nice to talk to you. Um, I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.